Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have uh, this young lady back, a member of the family. She also writes uh, news and commentary over at the Daily Caller. You see her on Newsmax TV. It's Kay Smythe. Hey, Kay, how you doing? I'm good, Joe. How are you? You're very good. I'm, I'm doing well. I appreciate you asking. Although allergies in South Central Texas suck right now. You see how red my nose is? It's just, it's, it's crazy. Let me ask you this. If I cut my nose off, would that help or not? <laughs> You're saying don't do that? I mean, it's horrible. Don't, don't cut off your nose to spite your face. See what you did there? See? Oh. Oh, it's like I threw you a softball. Um, yeah, these allergies are killing me. I'm not sure. Uh, you've mentioned before that you're in North Carolina. Are they bad there? Are there allergies in, in North Carolina? Oh, yeah. Today, Joe. Today is the first day of the year since winter started. I have started getting eaten alive by bugs and I get one bite. I had a friend, um, Bo Davidson. He's a wonderful singer. Um, we met at Ampfest last year. He saw uh, when we were there, I had all these bites all down my back and I'm super allergic and get like all stuffy and gross just to like bugs in the atmosphere <laughs> or whatever. And he sort of took one look at me and he was like, OK, I don't. I don't mean to be rude, but um, you look like you've got leprosy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I get it. And I was about to say, I also wrote a piece today. I forgot to send it to you before we hopped on. Yeah. High wind advisories, a lot of, lot of nasties going to be hitting you there yeah. in Texas. Tornado yeah. warnings. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be bringing up all the pollen, too. What you want to do is eat as much local honey as possible. Yeah, I've, I've heard that because that somehow helps your immune system. You get immune to whatever's flying around because the bees somehow dealt with it and made the honey out of it. Now, I, I'm with you. I haven't tried that. I'm not really a sweets eater, but I've got all sorts of pills in me and I'm still stuffed up. So I, I might have to try the honey. Okay, I might have to do that. It's the best. Go natural. If you can go natural for as many of your remedies as possible, right. it works. I literally cured shingles with just natural remedies. <laughs> it's I have no doable. idea how you did that. That's that's crazy. It is uh, <laughs> casemites.com. Go to her website. Check out everything she does on The Daily Caller. Follow her on social media. Most active, I think, on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, Dear Kay, I watched Ancient Apocalypse, and I'm scared I'm going to die. I mean, so this is an article. That, uh, now, let me ask you this. Does somebody actually write you that or do you write it from a third person aspect? And maybe this was a letter that you could have gotten from a from a reader of your of your articles. I have had more direct messages about Graham. Oh, Graham Hancock, who we both know. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Ancient Apocalypse and the general themes of sort of the Younger Dryas impact hypothesis and precursory civilizations than any other single piece of subject yeah, Kay, matter but, but, I have ever worked Yeah, but Kay, he, he never says it, but if you're using your brain, the the inference is we could be ready for another you know catastrophic event on the planet. That's, that's what people are afraid of. Absolutely. And so I wrote in this piece that, look, it's not like scientists are ignoring the fact that we travel through the torrid meteor stream, which is sort of the big threat, right? Uh, that's for those who haven't seen the series – uh, there's a lot of evidence to suggest that humanity hit a degree of peak civilization um, just before uh, the Younger Dryas or what you, you know, what's sort of colloquially known as the mini ice age about, uh, I think it's about 11, 12,000 years ago. Right. And so the reason that this mini ice age and sort of subsequent flood event, you know, God, this is the same thing that Al Gore talks about all the time, but we have more <laughs> evidence to suggest that we're correct on this. But basically, it all happened because, because uh, an asteroid that was absolutely enormous hit the Earth uh, 
probably slash potentially slash definitely killed off huge amounts of uh, sort of animal species that were here at the time and may have been strong enough to completely destroy a type of civilization not that dissimilar to our own today. Um, and I like to tell people, look, NASA has actually already proven literally in the last year that they can redirect the, um, what's it called, the word I'm looking for, the uh, I guess like the trajectory of, of a trajectory. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. the word. It's what I do. been a long Tuesday. I'm a wordsmith. <laughs> a lot yes. of science today. <laughs> but NASA's already proven that they can uh, sort of change the trajectory of asteroids just slightly enough. Um, is it going to be enough to save us from a potential massive impact in the future? Who knows? But don't live your life in fear about it. If yeah. you want to be scared of anything, be scared of the stuff that you can actively change today to mitigate your fears. Right. Like the chances are in the next hundred thousand years, yeah, some pretty nasty stuff is going to absolutely hit us and hit our species. And we're not going to be the same as we are today forever. We've also probably reached this level of development before, had all of that knowledge and evidence completely wiped off the face of the earth and returned to the Stone Age. Maybe tens of times. Who knows? Like, geology really doesn't track us that well as a species. Yeah. Like, our historical record is pretty flaky. But there's no point in living in fear about it when... We have no idea when it's going to happen. Worst case scenario, we're all going to get blown to smithereens and melted. So who cares? I just want to throw this out there for those who are watching and listening. If you haven't seen the uh, ancient apocalypse, um, Graham makes the case, and it's a very good journalistic case, that this humongous asteroid that you're talking about literally melted what was it, like right in the middle of the ice age. Hey, let's melt all of this, you know, uh, glacier of ice that's over North America. And that's, and that's why so much of the waters rising didn't really come from SUVs or cow farts. It came from something in space that, that landed on the earth. And there is very good evidence suggesting that what landed in, in parts of America landed in parts of Indonesia, landed in parts of, this was gig gigantuan. This thing was, oh, it was global. Yeah. And it's not just Graham making a gin, like, Graham's case in terms of the journalistic aspect is far more focused on the evidence supporting a precursory civilization. The impact hypothesis is a legit scientific hypothesis. Like, Joe, I wrote to the American Society of Archaeologists last December. So I'd just done an interview with Graham. He had introduced me to some incredible human beings who are all going to be at the Cosmic Summit here in Asheville, North Carolina in June. Okay. Get your tickets as soon as possible. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm going to be the roving reporter nice. on the scene there, but, um, the actual younger Dryas impact hypothesis is at this point, almost irrefutable. So when I wrote this letter to, or this email to the American society of archeologists, I said, okay, this is going to be a long email. I'm going to give you every single setup to completely dispel every single claim made by Graham. And you can be as technical as you want. I've got a degree in this. I used to ghostwrite PhD dissertations in this because I didn't really want to pay to do my own. Like, send me everything you've got because even though I love Graham, love him so much as a human being, and I just, you know, I just want to wrap him in a blanket. He's so lovely <laughs> um, and protect him. But I was like, I want to know the science on this. Joe, it was probably a 10 page email. They sent me back a, we have no further comment. And I'm like, wow. yeah, you don't have any further comment because you know we're right. Losers! Do you, you, understand, you understand what a nerd you are, though, that you sent this 10-page this letter to the American Society of Archaeologists? That is so nerd-like, and I love it. 
uh, because you know people look at you and they hear you speak and you've a model and all this other stuff. And oh, she's also such a nerd that I can almost see you like angrily writing this. Oh yeah, but, oh, oh. You know, and and uh, and they they send you back. We have no further comment. Why do you think they're so resistant to opening their 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 minds to the idea? that what Graham has uncovered and what you've been studying for just about all your life could be true. Why don't they, do they just want to be the ones who say, we're right, you're wrong. I mean, is that really what it is? You know, my friend Jimmy Corsetti just went on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast and Joe asked Jimmy the same question. And I asked Jimmy the same question too, funnily enough, a couple of days later uh, before I watched the podcast. And he said, similarly to what Graham said, similarly to what people like Randall Carlson, who's also a very big name in this field, have said, that this, you know, the evidence that's growing here is going to not only undermine the ego of uh, establishment archaeologists and geologists. So these are people who have written textbooks, have completely made their entire identity around fields of exploration that now are kind of dated. Like I actually made a joke, I think, in one of my articles where I was like, it doesn't really matter that establishment archaeologists won't do this research because they're all really old. They're all going to die soon. Thank wow. God there's a whole new swath of young archaeologists coming you? up who listen to Graham <laughs> and listen to Randall. They'll be dead soon. Don't worry the about what they're saying. Do the work. But I disagree. I actually disagree with all three of these men who I consider colleagues, who I consider, you know, friends. Um, I think that if we actually started digging and doing the research to confirm evidence of precursory civilizations, the way that the human mind works, you know, these are men who are working with quantitative data. I'm a qualitative researcher. It's a very different aspect of humanity. Um, I think... Just think for now, maybe this is something I'll prove in my career. But I think that once human beings understand our true vulnerability, things like macro government control, institutionalization, institutionalized everything is going to become one of the most irrelevant forms of power and control, which basically undermines the existence, I hate to say it, of the nation state. Like, Joe, if someone told you today that an asteroid was heading for the Earth, and it could wipe out all of humanity, and it is absolutely 100% going to hit within your lifetime, your entire mindset towards your, like, everything, everything would change. And I think that there is a wonderful form of control that stems from fear that is, you know, it comes from our government. The government funds the archaeologists. The archaeologists are told, don't go and do the research to prove how unstable we are because we as a government can't do anything to mitigate this. And if we can't do anything to save people, what is the point in us? And I'm like, yeah, what is the point? What is the point in you? Wow. Does that make sense? No, it does. And it's very deep. It's uh, Case Mines. Go to CaseMines.com. Read everything she does on the Daily Caller. Uh, also check her out on Newsmax TV on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, I want to take that to, is the earth slowing down? And if so, why does that matter? So, Great question. This is another article that I wrote today. Um, So it looks like there's evidence to suggest that. So when we look at the core of the Earth, it's this huge rock of iron and it sits within uh, a sort of molten iron pocket, if you will. Um, The way that that core moves used to um, used to spin slightly faster than the exterior like the mantle and you know the plates that we sit on so you know you've got this thing in the middle that's spinning fast 
and then you've got the planet here. I can't really do it because those two sides of my brains don't really work, but you get the point I'm trying to make. Uh, th that made sense. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so now we have just discovered, or, you know, the scientific community has just discovered that that core, the way that it moves, fluctuates dramatically. And now we're finally understanding that we don't actually understand a whole lot about how the magnetic field that keeps us alive, which, um, you know, is thought to be derived from the movement of this core, gets influenced by the changes in its spinning. So the core used to spin slightly faster, then it basically just like almost slowed down to a stop. And now it's sort of lagging behind. And we know that these sort of shifts occur in the speed at which the core uh, spins. Right. I think, you know, there's plenty of evidence. I mean, when I was in university, we were learning about the fact that like the poles sometimes just literally flip to the other side. Um, where this sort of relates to the work that Graham's put forward, that Jimmy's put forward, uh, the sort of ancient apocalypse like field of exploration is that we don't actually understand anything about what's going on inside the Earth, let alone what's going on out in space. Like right. we can deflect an asteroid, but we don't know what's going to happen if the core just decides to just do its own thing for a little while. Now, right. there is evidence that the core has shifted a lot in the last year. Well, well, I've got to know. I mean, if the core slows down its rotation, does that slow down our rotation on the outside? And if it does, that would change the seasons. That would change the years. That would change everything. Does it affect us I out mean, here or not? Yeah, I mean, if we slowed down or sped up, we'd all die. It's literally as simple as that. Like, we live in such a perfect harmony and symbiosis with the planet. Um, and it's kind of interesting where if the planet itself slows down, like, overall, then we just get, like, superheated portions, super frozen portions, depending on when we're sort of, like, facing the sun and not. Um, I watched a video the other day by this guy, AJ, who runs a channel called The Y-Files, okay. which kind of went to an extreme cataclysm event where it was like, if the core switches up and that affects our magnetic field, which is our atmosphere, if that portion of, it was something like, if that portion of the atmosphere speeds up and the planet doesn't quite join with it and that's influenced by the core, then basically all of our tectonic plates will stay where they're supposed to stay. Um, but all of the water on the earth will just go absolutely ballistic and will die in a massive flood like that described uh, in basically every single religious. Okay, would you stop killing us all in this interview today? You're killing us all over and over again. Uh, enough. I don't want asteroids hitting us. I don't, I don't want the, the, the water to swallow us up. Uh, but I hear you. I mean, it's important that we do understand what it is that we're relying on. We literally rely on the earth's rotation. We rely on the tectonic plates not going crazy. We rely on the water not engulfing everything that we know so um it's good to know these things hopefully they're taking action to i don't know that they can counterbalance it if it happens probably not so yeah we've killed people a few times very quickly maybe a minute maybe on human robots are these very human-like or not yeah they're absolutely terrifying really human like robots from boston dynamics and i hate it i hate robots i think they're the worst but joe doesn't all of this just call into question why like the stupidity of people focused on like their pronouns and like oh i've decided <laughs> i'm a different gender yes. today no yes. you haven't you have a mental illness that needs to be treated there are robots that might replace us and honestly like i mean have you met half the population maybe they should 
Um, and we have no idea what this tiny ball of rock in space is going to do with us. But no, let's focus on like funding the war in Ukraine and each other's pronouns. I mean, my goodness. So we we have robots that are very human like, though. I mean, like they could do things that you and I do and maybe even be intelligent and learn. I don't see, I don't want all that crap. I don't want all that. Leave us alone. I mean, yeah, basically, that's it. That's literally what is happening. And it's terrifying. Wow. Well, Kay, thank you so much for the bright news today. It's uh, Kay Smythe. <laughs> Go to KaySmythe.com. It's S-M-Y-T-H-E is her last name. KaySmythe.com. Um, also, follow her on Twitter. Follow her on Instagram. She's a great follow everywhere. Read everything in the Daily Caller that she does. And also, check her out on Newsmax TV. Uh, Kay, next time, let's brighten things up a little bit, maybe. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, sorry. I get so excited by cataclysms because I try I to, you know, I just think it's fun. I just think it's exciting. It's let's fun to learn about TV. them back in the day. I don't want to have a cataclysm now. That'd be bad, I think. Yes, I think it would be bad. But we the, appreciate yeah, you, the Kay. old stuff's cool. Thank you, Kay. <laughs> we'll talk soon. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for being here. That was Crane News with K. Casemife.com. Make sure you stop by JoePags.com. J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Click on all the links. Find your favorite social, whether it's Instagram. I do the come on videos on there. We're growing very quickly. They're over 100,000 now. Uh, it could be um, Twitter. That's actually growing again, finally. 155,000 there. Over 200,000 on Getter. If you like Getter, I'm active there as well. As on Truth, we're at 75,000. So pick your favorite one. Go and check it out. Check out all the interviews that we do. We post them up on Rumble, so make sure you go and do that. I think the Rumble numbers are artificially low. They shouldn't be, so go there and make sure that you watch the interviews. Time now for some popcorn. Up. Dirty pop. Hi, Polo. What's going on? Did you see, I guess, over the weekend that Beyonce had stirred up um, some outrage from her fans? No, what happened? She had done a concert in Dubai, and so... Fans of hers, you know, that are in the LGBTQ community, uh, were outraged because of, I guess, the the stance of, of that country. You know, they're anti-LGBTQ. Yeah, they're anti-gay for sure. Yeah, so they they were. Did really, she apologize? Uh, no, but her dad, you know, came out and said that it, um, she's uniting people. Uh, oh, that's by clearly over there. <laughs> yeah. Clearly united people. All right, right. appreciate you, Polo. Thank you. That's Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.